You're listening to Venture News. I'm literally just reading the news. Good day and welcome to Venture News. My name is Ray. I'm reading to you startup technology and venture capital news so that you don't have to. In the past 24 hours in Montreal, it has been colder than the North Pole, but it has been hot with startup news. And I'll start with an article with the Canadian Venture Capital Association news, talking about international powerhouse investors betting big on Canadian tech, and specifically we're talking about the Asian investors. The geographical shift is being steered in part by Montreal-based Real Ventures through the involvement with Montreal-based Element AI, launched in the fall of 2016. Real Ventures, known for its role in helping kickstart Canadian tech renaissance over the past decade, has also been attracting more Asian investors for its own funds. Next, in Tech Vibes, we have a couple of interesting articles. First, a sad one, talking about Canada still leading global data prices despite competition cutting costs. Strong competition is lowering mobile wireless prices in certain Canadian regions, but the country still ranks among the most expensive in the world when it comes to the cost of mobile phone plans. A new federal report prepared by Nordicity found that Canadians on average pay more than any other G7 nation for large mobile data plans. Next, actually, a happy article talking about Highline Beta collaborating with RBC to create new ventures. It seems like every day it's getting better to start a new ventures in Canada. Highline Beta has announced a new collaboration with the Royal Bank of Canada to help co-create new ventures meant to solve complex consumer and business problems. The goal is to use the immense resources provided by RBC and combine them with a startup mentality, creating the ability to launch new and extremely scalable ventures. Next, moving to Bereket, the first talk about Amir Shavat, Director of Developer Relations at Slack. He joins Hack to Start, episode 178, to tell his story, how he got into tech and startups, and how he approaches building developer communities. Then, an article about the Canadian government launching a $100 million program dedicated to increasing the procurement from startups. The Innovative Solutions Canada program was first announced in the government's budget 2017 released in March, when it said that $50 million would be set aside for this purpose. The program is modeled off the Small Business Innovation Research Program, which sees federal agencies allocate 3.2% of their R&D budgets to supporting small businesses with their R&D. Next, Aaron Zifkin is leaving his position as Airbnb's Regional Director of America's Operations and joining Lyft as its Managing Director for Canada. Zifkin will oversee Lyft's operations and growth nationally, beginning in the Greater Toronto Area. He will also be responsible for overseeing driver and passenger acquisition, strategic partnerships and community building efforts. Next, Facebook partners with Canadian nonprofit to help people recognize false news. Facebook is working with the Canadian not-for-profit organization Media Smarts. The social media giant has launched a new video as well as tip sheet designed to educate users and keep them media savvy. Next, Intuit Canada has released a report with emergent research examining whether or not Canadian businesses are embracing AI, then found that 61% of small businesses are using the automation technology to run their businesses. Next, I'm going to read to you the Fintech Times in Betakit, a weekly newsletter covering the biggest fintech news from around the globe. First in that newsletter, the OSC is seeking applications for Fintech Advisory Committee. The Fintech Advisory Committee advises OSC Launchpad on developments in the Fintech space and challenges faced by startups in the securities industry. Next in the Financial Times, they consider its 1994 in cryptocurrency. The CIO of Block Tower Capital says the current state of Bitcoin is a lot like email in 1994. 
Next, Kick is investing $12 million towards improving user safety on Kin platform. Due to the infancy of the industry, most cryptocurrency companies are not ready or able to tackle safety issues, said Kick CEO Ted Livingston. Next, in Finextra, credit card redemption startup Ernie raises $9 million. The funding round led by Mayfield with participation from Comcast Ventures and existing investor Science Inc. brings the company's total funding to $11.5 million. Next, in TechCrunch, Chase closes WePay acquisition, a deal valued up to $400 million. Sources close to the company have confirmed the price of the deal, just over $300 million and up to $400 million, including retention bonuses and earnouts subject to hitting certain targets in coming quarters. Next, Mastercard-backed Revolut enables Bitcoin for cross-border payments. Revolut will now be able to access Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum in a matter of seconds, alongside 25 of the world's currencies. They can then hold the digital currency within the app or transfer it to others with no fees involved. Next, CoinSquare raises $10.5 million in Series A. The Toronto-based cryptocurrency platform for buying and selling Bitcoin says it now has $110.5 million in post-20 valuation. Next, N26 launches a premium debit card for digital customers, partners with WeWork. N26 says the card offers dedicated customer service, worldwide travel insurance, no foreign withdrawal fees, and good exchange rates. That's it for the FinTech Times. You can subscribe to my podcast on iTunes, Google Play services, and hopefully every other podcast service soon. Give me your feedback or give me sources you'd like me to cover. Thank you again for listening and have a great day.